you're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene no longer suffering from a sore throat and Chris with a fixed tooth, I don't want to get into that because anyone who has dental work, you know that it's like the dark ages going into those places. Oh boy. I think we need E.T. to come down and help us with our dental problems on this planet. Because how many people, let's talk about this for a second, what percentage of the world population, how many people have really good teeth without constant cleaning, without getting cavities? How come teeth are so imperfect? Well, it's one of the main reasons why Native Americans died uh, back prior to... You know, the white man's coming uh, into the new world. They, a lot of Indians, for instance, would grind corn with matates, which are, you know, kind of concave-shaped stones, and then they would grind corn with another stone against stone, and the small bits of, of rock would get in the grain, and they'd break their teeth. And once you lost your teeth, that was it, you know? <laughs> you couldn't have somebody chew your food for you. So that was one of the main reasons why uh, people died so young. And nowadays, we just have imperfect teeth. Yeah. Now, I read an article the other day saying that you shouldn't pay large amounts of money to clean the teeth of your family dog. You know, they have dog dentists. Yeah. That just give them a milk bone. <laughs> give them a milk bone, right. Now, our yeah. dog has perfectly fine teeth. And he gets bones, you know, he gets rawhide bones and milk bones or some equivalent. And he seems to do fine. Although my wife does use doggy toothpaste on him. Oh, gosh, you kidding. You ask any dedicated dog owner about caring for a pet. Well, you've seen him. He deserves to be taken care of, right? Yeah, just give him a big old go, go to the butcher and grab some big old beef bones and just let him chew on those for a couple of days. And that cleans his teeth nice. Well, it's kind of sort of what he gets here, but she gives him the added attention, you know. Well, I'm, that's, I'm not going to complain. He's fairly well behaved for dogs. He, he's such a sweetie. He really is. You see, you've met him. He hung out with you. Yeah. We were doing a show and he was right there hanging out and listening. Yeah, he seems pretty smart, really intelligent, good little watchdog. Yep, yep. That's why you hear him barking occasionally on the show. Right. He has a loud, piercing bark. I call it a tenor bark. Yeah. Because he gets... Well, I think oftentimes he's editorializing as well. He's hearing something that he's not... Uh, either he's not too sure about and needs to put his own two cents in, or he's, he's just totally disagreeing with what you're saying. Well, it's half and half with him. I guess I'm doing okay. You know, seriously, folks, we at the Paracast get... Lots of letters from listeners. We got one from someone the other day who, another person who was upset over the fact that we allegedly criticized Art Bell upon his short-term return to radio. And I don't think, I still don't think we criticized him more than in a very general way, which is number one, in show business, comebacks are very difficult. You can't always rest on your laurels. And evidently he had some business issues with Sirius XM that were not resolved, and that's why his show was on just for a few weeks. 
I think our biggest comment about Art Bell has been that he allowed people with less than stellar credentials or facts to get on the show and wasn't critical of them. So some of the people that you and I have heard about, like uh, Richard Hoagland and Stephen Greer and other people, they were very famous on the original Art Bell Coast to Coast radio show. And they get on there and they make all sorts of claims, particularly Hoagland, and he really wouldn't refute them. And maybe it was yeah, fun yeah. to listen to. People come on there with wacky stories. I heard a story once. Someone gets on the air and they claim to be Jim Morrison of the Doors. Now, most of us know that Jim Morrison died at the age of 27, which is very significant in the rock and roll universe. You know, Janis Joplin died at 27. Other artists did as well. He died at the age of 27 in France, I believe. Is that correct, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, okay. in Paris. Okay. So, of course, there are rumors every so often that Jim Morrison is actually alive and he faked his death. Someone gets on the air with Art Bell and says, I'm Jim Morrison. How do you dispute him? You know, I'm sure anybody who read the personal history of him, of Morrison, could probably get on there and pretend to be him. Now, that disappeared after a while. That guy disappeared. But that's the kind of stuff he had. Right. And it was fun to listen to. I mean, it's, it's like entertainment tonight, coast to coast. I mean, anyone who's serious about these subjects is not going to get their information from coast to coast. Occasionally, they'll have a, a guest that's uh, uh, fascinating, uh, definitely worth listening to, has some some new inf in, uh, information and possibly a, a new brand of insight. Uh, the programs that George Knapp hosts, I think, by and large, are all worth listening to. In fact, my own personal appearances on Coast to Coast are always with George Knapp. I, I prefer his style of, of investigative reporting and, uh, and radio hosting than uh, the other hosts that they have. Well, George Knapp is a straight-ahead broadcast journalist with real credentials. He's won real awards, and he has a smart interviewing technique, and he stands way far and above that other host on Coast to Coast. And I think, if anything, they should be offering a job for him to be the full-time host. I think it would be a much better show. No, but he has a real job. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> As a broadcast reporter, I bet, though, being on a network radio show five days a week, he'd get more money. Probably would. You know. Yeah, but he's he's been at it was it KS uh, LV I think uh, the NBC affiliate there in Las Vegas. He's been on the, on there I think almost thirty years now. You know that's also amazing, by the way, that somebody can be on a TV show for so many years. Actually, it's KLAS TV in Las Vegas, and he's from New Jersey. George Knapp. I looked him up. Okay, what can I tell you? I know everything. But I'm saying, yeah, that that kind of show lends itself to being entertaining. People, maybe they work late or they get up early or they're driving home, they're in a truck, and they hear some fascinating discussion. And what we object to is when they present fakers as presenting or offering factual information, and they don't hit back with at least a few pointed questions. Yeah. 
Yeah. You see, the see, dogs are acting up again. We're yeah, starting to talk about this, you. and they're going. They're totally agreeing with you. Well, you see, only dogs agree with me, by the way. So anyway, we have certainly respect for Art Bell's success. I wish him well. Our criticism, once again, is that he has allowed fakers and frauds to get on his show without giving them the proper criticism. And that's the problem. All right. Today, we've got a guest returning for the second time. One of our more popular shows back in 2012 featured Thomas Fusco, and he's author of a book called Behind the Cosmic Veil, A New Vision of Reality, which is one of those, I guess, one-size-fits-all concepts? Yeah, it's a big picture, you know, lots of things under one umbrella. Um, It's kind of hard to uh, describe. That's why we're going to have him on the show to kind of get reacquainted with his grand scheme, uh, one-size-fits-all theory. (laughs) Well, it's certainly fun to talk about it, to see what led him to that conclusion, and maybe some of the things that he's learned along the way. Mm-hmm. since the last time he was on the show. He's Thomas Fusco. The book, again, Behind the Cosmic Veil, A New Vision of Reality. We can all use one of those. With Gene and Chris, you're in... The Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, They're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Do you know how much the dollar has lost in its value against other currencies in the last 90 days? Ever think about how inflation will change your life, your savings, your retirement plans? Remember inflation in Zimbabwe, Argentina, the Weimar Republic? Put another way, who cares if your investments go up 10%, but you lose 40% of your purchasing power? Gold is the only monetary asset as no one else's liability. Gold still buys the same amount of stuff it always did. Gold does not require trust in a third party. You can possess it in your hand. You can take it with you. Gold is real money. Gold is honest money. My name is Daniel Larson from Midas Resources. To find out how you can protect your savings and roll over your IRA funds into precious metals accounts, please call me at 800-686-2237, extension 134. That's 800-686-2237, extension 134. 800-686-2237, extension 134. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. 
But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products, most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. My name's Bruno. I'm 52 years old. I've tried different protein powders over the years, and they've all tasted pretty bad. I tried One World Whey and found it to be delicious. After 10 weeks on One World Whey, my wife commented, you have more muscles and you're leaner than when you were 20 years old. My body has changed dramatically. I'm a cyclist. Normally, I'll ride two days on and take two days off. After being on One World Whey, I rode 10 days in a row in over 100-degree heat, and then I take another two servings of One World Whey, and then work out at the gym for another hour and a half. I just couldn't believe these results. My normal muscle tightness and soreness after working out are virtually gone. Don't take my word for it. One World Way comes in single servings. Just give it a try. For a health and taste sensation you'll love, call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit oneworldway.com. That's oneworldway.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. As I said in our first segment on the Paracast, back in 2012 when Thomas Fusco joined us for a session, It was one of our most well-received shows. He's author of a book called Behind the Cosmic Veil, A New Vision of Reality. Now, as people know on the Paracast, sometimes we get involved in a person's background and credentials before we get into what they do. And we've had a few reasons why that's so. And one of them is because one of our very frequent guests on the show, a fellow named Phil Imbrogno, told us about all the degrees he had from MIT, and we figured after some investigation that the only MIT credentials he had, other than the T-shirt that he bought from somebody's shop, were the ones that he printed on his inkjet printer, or maybe his Xerox solid ink printer, which really makes good degrees, by the way, if you want to fake a degree. Not that I've ever done that. He even had an MIT class ring made. Yeah, he did, but you can get those made without actually physically proving that you went to MIT. Yeah. Hmm. So, Thomas Fusco, one thing I notice here is that you avoid that because you don't tell us what your educational background is. Is there a reason for that? Oh, yeah, there's a number of reasons. And, and you know, this is a, uh, a topic that's worthy of discussion, that's for sure. Uh, when we're talking about alternative theories, uh, you know, it, it's tough to find uh, a qualification for that. Uh, you know, there's in physics alone, there's numerous different divisions, uh, different types of fields where, for example, someone who is 
into material physics, that's what they went to school for, uh, knows almost nothing about particle physics and vice versa. Uh, you know, and you get into the kind of situations where, like you were talking about, where people want to uh, uh, bring forward their qualifications and say, gee, because I have these kinds of degrees, uh, you ought to listen to me. Uh, and, you know, we have doctorates, let's say, you know this, in the UFO community, that just because they're a doctor doesn't mean anybody necessarily is going to believe in UFOs just because of that. So, uh, for my end, what I normally find is that uh, people who want to focus on the messenger uh, really have trouble with the message but are not qualified or for whatever reason, they don't want to debate those, uh, those particular issues. They want to go after the messenger. And it really wouldn't matter if I had a, uh, a physics degree from God. Uh, the person who wants to throw stones would just simply move to a different target. Uh, and that's pretty much all it is. What I do tell people is this, is that I have at least the academic credentials of Nikola Tesla, and uh, people can go look it, up that up, and if they don't like that, they ought to go home and disconnect themselves from the power grid that Nikola Tesla invented, uh, because he just simply doesn't have the qualifications to power their house. Uh, so I want the, uh, uh, the conversation to be focused on my work and, and not on me. Well, I should point out here that if we we're going to expect certain credentials to run a multinational corporation. Where would Steve Jobs have fit in? He never actually enrolled in college. I think he audited some classes. That was it, folks. And his success is amazing. So maybe that's an argument against going for advanced degrees. I don't know. Well, the other problem that you have is, let's face it, one of the subjects which is a primary theme of this genre is the paranormal phenomena. Mainstream physicists don't want to go there. They wouldn't want to give their credentials or even their identity because it could be damaging to their career. And plus the fact those people are so indoctrinated in the mainstream way of thinking that uh, some of the things that they've learned that were quote-unquote gospel truths are the very things that block their thinking from looking into areas where there might actually be solutions but are far from the mainstream as far as, you know, uh, uh, the kind of areas that they have to go into. I wonder also this extreme specialization you see in science and even in medicine. Does that cause tunnel vision? You know, you're so invested in this area of your expertise that anything that extends into another field, you may not see it. Oh, absolutely. As I said, there are so many different divisions in physics. I mean, there's biophysics, there's geophysics. I just read a, an article a number of months ago in Scientific American where a materials physicist went to a convention where they had theoretical physicists talking about string theory, and he was completely lost. And when he was talking to those attendees about his work, the theoretical physicists were completely lost. They didn't really know basically almost step one uh, of what each other was involved in and the specialized knowledge necessary for it. Yeah, yeah so I, imagine how the average person feels when they're 
when they're trying to uh, get up to speed in science in general. Uh, we know so much right now, and we've we've uncovered so much scientific information that uh, I think the average person is, has, has been left far behind in the dust. That's why we see a rise, I think, in magical thinking. People are so just separated from uh, this, you know, state of the art in terms of scientific knowledge that uh, that they just uh, revert back to more primal, archetypal, magical thinking. Absolutely. So, and people need to keep in mind we're also in an era where, because of the mass media and the internet and the various types of uh, how would I say it. Uh, sensationalism is very popular. So we actually do have uh, some mainstream physicists who are actually presenting these kinds of magical fantasies to the public when, in fact, they know in themselves that these things are very speculative and have no foundation at all uh, in solid physics, and yet they're, you know, they're getting a lot of traction and, and making money and popularity. There's one who is on the TV quite often, and I won't mention his name. Everybody knows who it is. I kind of think you already did. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he constantly talks about the multiverse and dinosaurs that could be on the next frequency right next to us, like tuning a radio. And the cat knows that it's 98% of what he's talking about is, no- is nonsense. But he gets a lot of press. And uh, he's getting a lot of mileage off of it. And he's, you know, he's making money. Well, he's turned himself into a personality. No. No disrespect, but he's turned himself into a personality. He gets on the shows. And remember, too, when you bring a scientist on a TV show or a radio show, unless they're a long-form show like the Powercast is, and there are only a few shows like us around the world, if it's not a long-form show, they've got five minutes to make their point. So they have to use short sentences, simple, generic explanations, and a little sensationalism. So, of course, people will remember you when the show is over. We have someone who's going to have some memorable stuff to talk about. As we progress here, Thomas Fusco joining Gene and Chris in The Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com radio, DreamHost.com radio. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited-time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds, just pay shipping, 
right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. It's time for a home security quiz. Answer this. What effective home security device is smaller than a coffee cup, fakes out burglars into thinking someone is home at your house while you're away, plugs into any wall outlet, is recommended by many police departments, and sells for less than $35? Yes, it's fake TV. This year, about one in every 50 U.S. homes will have a break-in, with burglars usually picking the easy target, a dark house that looks like no one is home. Fake TV is a small electronic security device that makes it look like someone is home watching TV by simulating the light from a real TV. It's like a lamp on a timer, but far more convincing. And for only $34.95, Fake TV could be the difference between coming home to a secure house or one that's been ransacked. Go to FakeTV.com or call one 877 fake tv That's 877-532-5388 or go to FakeTV.com. Fake TV, the burglar deterrent. It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338. And talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins, and herbs. Utopiasilver.com. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Thomas Fusco joining us on the Paracast, and we're going to get down and dirty into his book, Behind the Cosmic Veil, A New Vision of Reality. So, Thomas, I think we're painting the fundamentals here. Scientists have tunnel vision, or maybe they want to get on TV, so therefore they will tailor their viewpoints or their presentation to appeal to the masses, not to serve science. You're with me so far, right? Oh, absolutely. And everybody in that community knows what's going on. And it's kind of like a, a thing where they're playing footsies under the table and winking at each other. They know what's happening. Okay, so what does that do in terms of, shall we say, screwing up science? 
if things are done for show business rather than for the sake of discovering how our universe works and how individual things operate? Well, I think for the uh, uh, rank-and-file individual, uh, for the vast majority of people, uh, science, especially when you get into the deep stuff like uh, physics and cosmology, is extremely complex. And for most people, it's what we might call an NFZ. It's a no-fun zone. There's a lot of hard work and learning, uh, and it and it's very dry, and it's very pragmatic. And so I think that the scientific community, for the most part, realizes that they're never actually going to, uh, how would we say it, convert the general public's thinking by and large to a state of mind that's very acceptable and uh, receptive of deeper science. Uh, So they're used to putting out these uh, sensationalized statements that get the uh, public's imagination fired. The ones that are in the public limelight are very consciously aware of this. One example, everywhere you read or uh, see on TV, uh, they all talk about this dark matter, for example, as if it's absolutely a fact. Or the multiverse, which is very exciting to a lot of different interests and genres. They'll talk about it like it's an absolute fact. Uh, when, in fact, the, the multiverse idea is pure speculation and the dark matter issue, they all know that they have no proof of the existence of this. And yet they'll talk about it like it's a foregone conclusion, you know, not only to, to simplify things, but to increase that sensationalism. And the more attention the scientific community gets and the more support it gets, the more funding it gets. And so uh, a lot of the motivation uh, runs along those lines. Uh, People forget that there is a distinction between the discipline of science and scientists. Scientists are just as human as the rest of us and have the same kinds of agendas and ulterior motives and concerns that any other human does, whereas science itself is a pure discipline, if you follow the difference I'm saying. Isn't it also a problem of getting grants? I mean, if you want to make a living and a college professor may not be a particularly rich person, if you get a grant to do some research, you make some extra money. Absolutely. And that also works very, very powerfully towards mainstream physicists not getting involved in areas like uh, the paranormal or the supernatural. I just recently had a conversation, in fact, Uh, with a gentleman out in California who had come up with some aspects of a very interesting theory. And there were certain spiritual overtones to it, but it was very good work. And he begged me not to publicize it, to mention his name in any way, because he actually works for a corporation who's under contract with a, a division of the federal government. And he said, absolutely not. Don't mention my name. You never talk to me. You don't know who I am. Because I'm planning to retire in about a year and a half. And then I begin, can begin to go public with these ideas. Ah, so we have to be politically correct. And if we're not, well, for example, Dr. McDonald in the 1960s, when he spoke out in favor of the reality of UFOs, 
he didn't feel the love. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, you know, one of the things that we'll be talking about today, and it's important for uh, uh, people to understand this, is that the modern paradigm of mainstream physics, for a variety of reasons, is what we might call materialism. They call it physicalism, but it's actually materialism. And that is that everything, that all of reality is material. Everything is physical. Uh, that there is no such thing as anything that lies outside of physical. The physical universe is reality, and reality is the physical universe. And when you argue, as I do, that reality is bigger than the physical universe, that there are aspects to reality that are not physical, not only do you get into some strange uh, problems with peer pressure uh, and with... you got a dartboard on your backside. Uh, essentially, uh, yeah. Uh, but also, uh, where scientists don't provide their own funding, uh, uh, corporations do, governments do, uh, 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 certain institutions do, and they're all interested in one thing, and that is a material return on their investment. They want something tangible. They want to be able to pick it up, use it, look at it, shoot it, launch it. Uh, this is what they want. When you start talking about things that aren't material, uh, you know, you're not on the, uh, uh, the most favored nation list, that's for sure. All right, let's go to the beginnings of your theories here. Did you have a eureka moment somewhere in your life where you said, you know what, I'm going to come up with this book behind the cosmic veil and my vision of reality? How did it develop? Well, uh, you know, I, I had some experiences in my late teens and early 20s. As you know, I don't talk about them on the air. But, uh, you know, they were, one might call them supernatural in nature, one might call them parapsychological. But uh, the reality of them called me to call in, uh, caused me to call into question uh, the model of reality that I was taught in physics. Uh, that the models that we have of what reality is doesn't really accommodate or explain uh, these types of what people would call paranormal or supernatural phenomena. Uh, now, of course, when you experience it yourself, you're not doing some sort of an armchair quarterbacking, wondering, you know, uh, whether it occurs or not. Uh, these events do occur, and they are natural occurrences. Uh, they've been reported and have been going on for generations and generations before there was any kind of technology that was available that they could be attributed to in any form. So these are naturally occurring events that must conform to the laws and principles that govern the greater universe in which those events occur. And if the current models do not accommodate it, do not explain it, then the current models are either insufficient, they're lacking something, or they're incorrect, there's something faulty about them. So that's what sport, uh, uh, you know, spurred me to uh, come up with a new conceptual model of reality that would accommodate uh, scientific findings, 
Uh, it would explain scientific anomalies that we have, and would also incorporate what we call paranormal and supernatural. Now, one of the things we see in science is if something doesn't fit within their framework, it's just as convenient to say, hey, this does not exist. Since it doesn't exist, we don't have to pay attention to it. We don't have to change our beliefs. We don't have to give up on that lucrative grant. Thomas Fusco joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Yesterday, I got a notice from the IRS. They say I owe them over $16,000. I don't have that kind of money, but the notice said if I don't pay it in 30 days, they're going to go into my bank account and take my money, put a lien on my house, and garnish my wages. Can they really do that? If you owe back taxes, unless you get help, the IRS can do all that and more. Don't try to fight the IRS on your own. Use Coast One Financial Group and let them help you get a fresh start. Their fresh start program that will stop collection efforts, remove any liens the IRS or state have in place, and help you reduce your back taxes by as much as 80%. You get a fresh start if you owe at least $10,000 in back taxes. They're so sure they can help you that they'll give you a 20% discount just for calling right now. Dial 877-328-6404. That's 877-328-6404. Again, 877-328-6404. Wise up, load up at freezedryguy.com. Now is the time to get the freeze-dried meats, fruits, and vegetables you want from Wise on sale at freezedryguy.com. This delicious, nutritious food is perfect for your emergency preparedness or outdoor recreational needs. It's the food with a 25-year shelf life you see exclusively featured on the popular Doomsday Preppers TV show. It's the same quality line of food the lovely Marie Osmond has been touting all across America. It's the wise investment in your family's future that personal finance expert and radio host Dave Ramsey has been talking about. And it's on sale now through the end of the month at freezedryguy.com. So wise up, shop online now or call 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-FOOD. Make the wise food choice. It's easy to prepare, easy to enjoy, and easy to buy on sale now at freezedryguy.com. 
A little over a year ago, I began to do a lot of research into why, even if I had a pretty good-sized meal, that I was still starving. And my research led me to a well-known fact that most of the soils that we grow our crops on here in the United States and across the industrialized world are almost completely depleted of almost all of the key minerals and trace elements that our bodies need to rebuild themselves, fight off cancer, and be healthy. I then searched out the best vitamin and mineral company out there and discovered Longevity. The Longevity products are designed to give you the real nutrition you need, and once you've got that, you don't have to eat as much to be satisfied. I've lost 37 pounds in two months, simply getting the vitamins and minerals I need. Check it out for yourself. It's incredible. Go to InfoWarsTeam.com today and order your first canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine Complete Multivitamin Mineral Complex Dietary Supplement. That's InfoWarsTeam.com. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. With Gene and Chris, we have Thomas Fusco. The book is Behind the Cosmic Veil, A New Vision of Reality. So you're looking at it from the other end that we have things going on that appear to be real. Let's figure out why they're happening and how it integrates with our vision of reality. We don't have many visions of reality. We have an overall vision of reality that encompasses all this stuff. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Yes. And one of the evidences, I would say, or one of the arguments that leads leads myself and some other people uh, in the field in this direction is that the mainstream physical paradigm uh, in science is that for every physical observation, for every physical effect that we, that we observe, and if we can observe it and measure it, it has to be physical, there must also be a physical cause located in the same physical universe. And so this paradigm has worked very well for hundreds of years. Uh, but over the last couple decades, particularly the last several decades uh, from the 80s on, our instrumentation has become so good at measuring and detecting things that we are actually running out of material causes. We have more physical effects than we have physical causes to attribute to it. And so a perfect example is this idea where we've discovered that there's 85% more gravitational effect that we can observe in the physical universe than there is physical mass to cause it. And so being in a physical paradigm, we have to come up with a material that contained in the physical universe to accommodate this effect. And so physics makes up this imaginary substance called dark matter, and they just add as much as they need to balance the formula And they have absolutely no evidence that exists, but in their minds it must exist because there cannot be anything that exists outside the physical. What is dark matter at all? What is what we consider the conventional definition of dark matter? Or is it something, other than the name of a radio show from Don Ecker called Dark Matters, what is dark matter other than a catch-all place to put everything you can't figure out? Well, in a sense, that's what it is. Uh, in other words, the paradigm is 
everything in reality has to be physical. And so here we have this effect that traditionally we believe that mass bends the space around it and produces this effect that's called gravity. Uh, now, here we have all these observations of gravity where we have no visible mass adjacent to it, or what we call local to the effect. So the only solution is to make up an imaginary substance that would explain the mass that has to be causing the gravitational effect. We have no evidence that such mass exists. In fact, one right, but science says it has to be there. <laughs> well, yeah, materialism says it has to be there. And so our science is being focused down this tunnel that everything has to be material. And uh, consequently, that, <laughs> that also is a discouragement towards uh, uh, studying things like paranormal phenomena, because here again, we have a collection of observations for which there is no direct, physical, observable cause local to the effect. Uh, and so, yeah, anything outside of materialism here be monsters. So we just make up what we need. Dark energy is another thing that we've simply made up. Uh, supersymmetry is another aspect of physics that we just simply made up because we have these aberrations, these anomalies that we observe, and we have no detectable physical cause. And so, since everything must be physical, we just simply make up some physical substance that would explain it. Okay, then, if we're just making up something to explain things we don't understand, how do we find what's really happening? Well, the first thing is, is kind of do what Tesla did with the electron and alternating current is to just kind of look at it for what it is. In other words, what Tesla did, everybody was working on direct current uh, and, uh, at the time, and we, they knew that passing electrons through a device would make it operate if the device was designed correctly, like a light bulb. So the more electrons you pass through, the more work that it could do. And Tesla just looked at it for what it was and said, well, you know, uh, it's okay to push these electrons through, but nobody ever said it couldn't be the same electron that you keep pushing back and forth through the device, and it'll do the same thing. Just kind of looking at it for what it was uh, instead of going down a preconceived path. So for me, when we look at the evidence, all observations that we have in the physical universe, to me, there is a strong indication there that there is an aspect of reality that lies beyond the physical and that it is somehow connected to the physical because it causes physical effects, and yet it's not physical itself. So in this particular kind of a model, we have a uh, what we would call a, a scope or a range of reality that only part of it covers the physical. And then once we get to uh, luminosity, the light speed, which is the upper end of the physical universe, there must be something that exists beyond it, but that is still connected to the physical. This other realm, so to speak, has gone by many names. Uh, it was uh, 
Plato was one of the first ones that talked about it in a, in a concise philosophical way. He called it forms. Would you the say Bible. that again? He called it what? Forms. That's our English translation, forms. He believed that there were these non-physical blueprints from which physical objects were materialized. And uh, this idea is also reflected very strongly in the Bible. In the Old Testament, it's called the wisdom of God. In the New Testament, the English translations say the word of God, but the underlying Greek is logos, which is, we don't have an exact English equivalent. It's a Greek philosophical term. It means uh, matrix, structure, order, thought, mind, pattern, uh, that kind of an idea. Uh, When we get into the modern era, uh, we're talking about uh, mainstream physicists, not not fringe, uh, but mainstream, highly respected uh, physicists that uh, in the 20th century uh, dished up their own version of this idea. Uh, David Bohm, one of the most prominent physicists of the 20th century, had an idea that he called implicate order. And he said this was not physical, but it contained basically the blueprint for everything that was physical. And he said implicate order gave rise to the explicate order of time, space, matter, and energy, which is that materialistic aspect of reality. Uh, John Wheeler called it pre-geometry. Same kind of concept. David Finkelstein called it coherent superpositions. And so here we have some very strong scientific thought considering this kind of extra-physical or extra-dimensional aspect of reality. Uh, My particular version of it is called super geometry. And I use those terms for a couple of reasons. Number one, geometry is an existing term that the average person can wrap their head around, so to speak. They they get what geometry is. It's not an obscure or, you know, a, a novel term. And then super is a conventional prefix that's used in physics and chemistry to label a superset of a system that they're studying. So since whatever pattern might exist outside the physical universe, uh, it would be a superset of the geometry that we have inside the physical. And hence the name supergeometry or supergeometrics. Now I'm going to give you the devil's advocate response to that is, is Thomas Fusco just doing what the scientists are doing, inventing something to accommodate something that isn't understood? So they talk about dark matter, and then you have your particular interpretation. This may be a response you're going to have here that will extend beyond this segment, but maybe get a start on it. Well, um, it's a very valid question. And a lot of the quote-unquote alternative theories uh, that we uh, are exposed to, simply take the puzzle pieces that are laying on the table and try to arrange them in a different way. Before uh, we arrange this show in a different way, we have to do this. We have Thomas Fusco joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network.
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. What looks good under your Christmas tree and tastes even better? Big Berkey water filters. Yes, the gift of clean water. A gift that provides a great foundation for achieving good health in the lives of your loved ones. A Big Berkey water filter gives them protection from bacteria, heavy metals, chlorine, fluoride, pesticides and herbicides, VOCs and more. And best of all, a Big Berkey water filter is a gift that lasts for many years with no additional investment. And that saves time and money in filter replacements that other water filters require and are even powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water. As always, all orders over $50 are shipped free, and GCN listeners get 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Order online at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com, spelled Big, B-E-R-K-E-Y, WaterFilters.com, or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-B-E-R-K-E-Y. Gift well this Christmas. Give a Big Berkey water filter. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Chris O'Brien and Gene Steinberg, we've got Thomas Fusco looking at reality from maybe a different angle. So I asked the question in the past segment, and Thomas was beginning his answer. Which is that maybe what he's doing is not much different than what scientists are doing, finding a catch-all phrase to throw something into. How do we make what you're saying more concrete? Well, here's the thing. And again, this, this comes from uh, uh, needing to explain part of the scientific method, uh, which by and large the general public isn't intimately familiar with. We form, we make observations, we ask questions about those observations, and we form hypotheses based on that observation. And then we present the pertinent questions to that hypothesis that are within the scope of whatever aspect of reality that that hypothesis is trying to address. Once that hypothesis answers those pertinent questions, in a consistent way, without making exceptions to its own rules to address certain questions that are being presented to it, then that hypothesis is elevated to a theory. Now, what makes it a scientific theory is that since this theory gives a slightly different description of an aspect of reality than the previous or existing theory does, 
then that theory is going to make predictions, not like Nostradamus predictions, but predictions about certain aspects of reality that are experimentally testable. Now, the theory about dark matter, every time they have done experimental testing on it, they've failed. They've come up with nothing. That their models say there should be something here, we should be able to detect it here, it should behave this way, and they've come up with big goose eggs. My theory actually makes these kinds of predictions as well, but that some of them have actually been verifiable. And furthermore, this model explains more observations. In other words, it does incorporate a model of what I call paranormal mechanics that are consistent with the laws and principles of this theory that also govern other aspects of reality. And so this is where my theory is distinguished from pretty much, and I would dare say, over 99% of all the other theorizing in this field that you've ever heard or been exposed to, none of them make experimentally testable predictions, but my theory does. Experimentally testable, how so? All right, let's, let's give you an example. I contend that the very beginning of the universe was, as we know, was non-local. I'll explain what I mean. Because this is the foundation from which we need to move from. If we're going to talk about the universe and how it's put together, we need to understand how it first came into existence. And the predominating theory today is the Big Bang Theory. The reason why the Big Bang is still with us is because we continue to accumulate more and more observations as time goes on that seem to confirm this model that the universe began as what they call a quantum singularity. And what that means that by a singularity, and this is something that, again, general public isn't real familiar with, in material space-time, in physical space-time, Einstein demonstrated to us, and it's been verified over and over again, that the physical universe uh, is characterized by four independent variables, length, width, depth, and time. This is the four-dimensional space-time that lays the geometric foundation on which everything in the universe adheres to and is built. Uh, these are variables, or what we would call variants. With a singularity, we have something different going on than in the, and then in the physical universe, and that a singularity has no variable. If you could imagine length, width, depth, and time collapsed to a singular coordinate, to where there are no differences, there are no variants, that's what a singularity is. Now, the problem, of course, is that without variance, there cannot be anything physical. So a singularity is not physical. It is outside of materialism. Another description that modern physics applies to this singularity is that they say it was infinitely dense and infinitely small. And the problem, of course, uh, with that description in terms of what, what is physical is that there are two values in physics that anything physical cannot have, and that is zero and infinity. 
And so consequently, there is no infinite values within the realm of the physical universe. And therefore, this singularity existed outside the physical. Uh, it could not be physical. And yet, what is physical emerged from it. So here in our very concept of the Big Bang, we have an aspect of reality because it was apparently real. Otherwise, it couldn't have given rise to the physical universe. That's like, like science says there's no such thing as miracles, yet the entire scientific paradigm is, is all predicated on acceptance of a miracle, which would be the Big Bang. Essentially, yes. Although that would be a, uh, uh, you know, saying something was a miracle in the field of science, you know, is like uh, somebody standing up in the middle of a service at, at a Southern Baptist uh, service and saying that he was a pedophile. <laughs> you know, you would just, as a scientist, <laughs> never do well, well, how, uh, Science cannot explain the Big Bang, because what what was before the Big Bang? In other yeah. words, the Big the Big Bang created everything. So what was there that allowed the Big Bang to create everything? Well, here's it, it would have to be a miraculous, it would have to be a miraculous, using the Christian terminology and again languaging is very important obviously but for lack of a a better language term the big bang would would be in a miraculous event springing out of the singularity you have everything okay that's where you get into this whole realm of god and miracles and and the, the impossible being being created by uh, some sort of you know, divine force, if, if you will. And and I'm sure we're going to get into more of that type of thinking later. But my point here is that science has had to, had to kind of grant themselves a, uh, a mulligan here, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> yeah, using a golf term. <laughs> now, the philosophical workaround is that the singularity ceased to exist when the physical universe came into being. Even though we are talking about something from nothing, uh, because the singularity is no thing, which is nothing. Uh, I maintain that the singularity did not vanish, that the singularity is, still exists, and it, it is continuously unfolding as physical reality, that the process has never stopped. Uh, one of the mysteries that science has not been able to tackle is where universal order came from. Uh, we have no way of explaining how this early cosmic soup that was created by the Big Bang suddenly began to form into particles according to very strict and rigid rules everywhere in the universe at the same time. We didn't have a, a kind of a, a process where, you know, uh, uh, this primitive, soupy, what, what Einstein called the unified field, started to coagulate in a trial and error method. I'm going to stop the answer there. We have to do the break. Thomas Fusco joins us with a lot more to talk about as we explore the nature of reality with two people who some say aren't real. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. 
So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. If you owe the IRS back taxes, listen carefully. Sweeping changes to IRS policies will help more people than ever eliminate their tax debts once and for all. And now, thanks to Dan Pillow, you can get the tax help you need to end your tax nightmare. Hi, I'm Dan Pillow. I've helped thousands of people reduce or eliminate tax debts they couldn't pay. And after more than 30 years of experience dealing with the IRS, I can tell you there's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. With the IRS's new policies, it's easier than ever to put your tax debt behind you once and for all. Call now at 800-346-6829 to learn how I can help you. You know your IRS debt will not go away by itself, but you don't have to live in fear anymore. Call 800-346-6829. Learn how I can help you eliminate wage and bank levies, release tax liens, and negotiate a settlement with the IRS that will put your tax nightmare behind you forever. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, TaxHelpOnline.com. That's TaxHelpOnline.com. A healthy digestive system supports a healthy immune system. And a healthy immune system protects you against infections and disease. Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse, available at Terragonics.com, is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM1 is a powerful liquid probiotic and is gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM1 contains three groups of beneficial microbes and enzymes to cleanse and remove toxins, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, and aids in controlling yeast and other infections. Pro-EM1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, is non-GMO, has all natural certified organic ingredients, has no preservatives, and is never freeze-dried. Pro-EM1 is the key to your digestive health. Order Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganix.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. 
Terraganics.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM1, the raw probiotic. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. I think Chris is channeling his trickster voice because that is not real. That's not his real voice, and this is not my voice. In fact, somebody wrote me the other day and said, Gene, you sound like you're drunk on the air. You're slurring all your words. I don't know. Thomas Fusco joining us. Thomas, would you like to continue the answer from the last segment? Yes. What I'm talking about uh, with order, universal order, is something that we have no explanation where it came from. As I was saying, we don't have this primitive, early, soupy field trying to coagulate and assemble itself as a certain particle, like an electron, and then it fails, and then it tries again, and then ultimately it comes up with an electron, and all the other electrons in the universe were spawned from it. That's not what happened. It wasn't an evolutionary kind of a thing. Electrons began to form according to a very rigid standard of laws and principles everywhere in the early universe at the exact same moment. So the fundamental order of the universe was also contained in this same singularity. So here we have something that created a spatial field, which if we were going to talk and parallel, uh, let's say, to Judeo-Christianity and look in the Bible, this field would be the formless matter that was talked about in the Bible. It's called formless matter in one place. In in Genesis, it's called, it was void and formless. And then the order came to it, which according to the biblical understanding uh, in the Old Testament is the wisdom of God. And in that structure of the wisdom, the word light came forth. And as soon as the word light came forth, the formless substance, materialized and took the form of light, of photons. Uh, And so this is the way that the universe began. And we can look at this without the religious connotations, of course, but these are the mysteries that, that we have to solve. Now, I maintain that the process from what I call the super physical or super geometric, rather than giving it this nebulous idea of another realm or, or extra dimensions. When you hear lay people talking about higher dimensions, it's generally a, you know, a clue that, that we really don't know what we're talking about. But something that is super physical, super dimensional, or what I call super geometric, is still taking place. And my evidence for it, one of the evidences I have for it, is the expansion of the universe. And this is another problem that physicists have. By the way, this is all going to be leading up to talking about paranormal phenomena, but this is, this is kind of the foundation for, for the theory. Here we have the universe that's expanding. I don't know whether uh, either one of you fellas ever uh, saw it demonstrated in school or, or somewhere where someone used a balloon 
to explain the expanding universe, and they drew like dots on it, and they blew the balloon up. Right? Yeah, that's that's a that's a fairly common, uh, I think, banal way to to explain the Big Bang and the expanding universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a huge flaw in that model that we weren't taught about when it was shown, and the flaw in the model of the balloon is that the little dots that were drawn on it are expanding also on the surface of the balloon. That's not what happens in reality. If the objects themselves, if what we what Einstein called material points or physical content were expanding at the same rate as the surface of the balloon, we would not be able to detect expansion because everything would be getting larger at the same proportion, it would look all the same to us. There would be no variance. And so we would observe no changes relative. No, that, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- this has to do with critical thinking, you know, to really pick something apart. Uh, and, of course, this is something that uh, the modern paradigm in physics doesn't want to pick up apart all that much. Uh, because it puts them in very, very uncomfortable and uncharted territory. So the reality is, is that space is expanding. But the physical content in that space, the matter points, the coagulant areas in the continuous spatial field are not expanding. So are they remaining constant? Or are they expanding at at less of a rate? Okay, um, when we have this model of the universe expanding uh, with this idea of using a balloon, uh, the problem is, is that if you observe the balloon, you'll notice that the dots that are drawn on it are expanding with the balloon surface. The problem is, is that this doesn't happen. In physical reality, what we have is that the matter points, which is what Einstein called them, or physical content in space, stay the same. The matter points are not expanding. The mass is not expanding. Right, they remain constant. It's the space around them that that appears to be expanding. Exactly. Now, here's what the problem is, is that Einstein demonstrated to us that uh, that space is not an empty void. In other words, in Newtonian mechanics, Isaac Newton, uh, space was an empty void. There was nothing. It was a nothingness. It was occupied by matter and energy that moved through a constant meter of time. That these were all separate entities. Einstein demonstrated to us that space is a substantive field. It actually is a field that is defined by four independent variables, length, width, depth, and time. And this field can actually be twisted and bent, which is one of the things that proved uh, relativity theory, that we were able to detect that light can be twisted and bent around these bends in space. Now, you can't bend and twist and warp a nothingness. So space is a substantive field. So when the universe is expanding, that means that space-time is expanding. If the matter 
was expanding at the same rate, like on the outside of that balloon model, we would not detect any kind of an expansion at all because everything would be expanding at the same rate. So we would have no differentiation between observation points to know that anything was expanding. If, you know, you and your house and everything around it was expanding at the same rate, you would notice no change at all. Of course, people say that we're all getting heavier, we're all getting fatter, but that's not what's going on here, and we're going to want to cover a lot more. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not in other countries, but... Well, that's how it goes, right. But then, you know, we're supposed to starve here. They're not supposed to approve things like food stamps. That's political. We don't want to get into that. Thomas Fusco joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com American gardeners and fellow patriots make the right choice with your money, time, and your family food supply. Choose 100% pure heirloom seeds in the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. Why spend more? The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com is only $37.95 and includes 20 varieties of pure, hardy, easy-to-grow heirloom seeds. Yes, only $37.95. That's 70% less than our competitors. You could buy three Survival Seed Vaults for less than one of theirs. The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com includes detailed planting and seed saving instructions and ships same day. Plus, all orders over $49 ship free. MyPatriotSupply.com is American owned by patriots like you, passionate about freedom and preparedness. Call now, 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness items when you order at MyPatriotSupply.com. Choose the original. Choose the Survival Seed Vault at MyPatriotSupply.com. Wise up, load up at freezedryguy.com. Now is the time to get the freeze-dried meats, fruits, and vegetables you want from Wise on sale at freezedryguy.com. This delicious, nutritious food is perfect for your emergency preparedness or outdoor recreational needs. It's the food with a 25-year shelf life you see exclusively featured on the popular Doomsday Preppers TV show. It's the same quality line of food the lovely Marie Osmond has been touting all across America. It's 
just a wise investment in your family's future that personal finance expert and radio host Dave Ramsey has been talking about. And it's on sale now through the end of the month at freezedryguy.com. So wise up, shop online now or call 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-FOOD. Make the wise food choice. It's easy to prepare, easy to enjoy, and easy to buy on sale now at freezedryguy.com. It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338. And talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins, and herbs. Utopiasilver.com. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And don't you forget it. This is the Paracast with Gene and Chris Thomas Fusco. We're making light over something that's, of course, very complicated. Now, let me ask you kind of a meta question here, Thomas. Okay. And that is, okay. So we have an expanding universe, we have the Big Bang, whatever it was. What caused that to happen? Is there some kind of super universe that generates all this stuff? Is our universe just somebody's jewel and somebody's necklace? Well, I think that in order to answer that question correctly, I probably should kind of complete the thought that I had started, you know, that I was explaining the, uh, just previously. What this tells us, is that when the universe is expanding, more space-time is being produced. Now, astrophysics just says, well, it, it just appears. It, it just happens, and they account it to another imaginary substance that's called dark energy. Because when we take a look at the entire mass energy content of the universe, there's insufficient... Yeah, it doesn't force. add up. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's insufficient force necessary to cause the universe to be expanding. Now, if space itself was expanding like the balloon, then the geometry of space would be expanding. And all the physical content that's embedded in and dependent upon the geometry of space-time for its very existence would be expanding with the geometry of space-time. And again, we would have this situation where, because there would be no differentiation in observational points, we would not be able to detect the expansion. So the man. Well, well, the well Thomas, let me let me let me interrupt here. Now, uh, I seem to recall that the very act of measuring this rate of expansion, which is the Doppler effect, the redshift, is now being called into question as an accurate means of measurement. That there's there there may be uh, some, uh, shall we say, inaccuracies in the interpretation of what what has become known as the 
the the redshift or the, or the Doppler effect, which indicates an expanding universe. So there's some question whether the universe is actually even expanding at this point. Well, I think that uh, that kind of information, uh, I'm not versed in every single new idea that's coming out. I think that the the idea of the Doppler effect substantially answers a lot of questions. And it gives us very accurate information. I think if there's a problem with the Doppler effect, it might be what we might call minutia. For example, we still use Newtonian mechanics when it comes to the laws of motion, even though we know that relativity shows that these are not exactly right. And on very large scales, we can see variations to show that Newtonian mechanics is an approximation. So I would think any kind of a a question as to the Doppler effect would be in that kind of area. For example, in Newtonian mechanics, it's very Euclidean in that there are such things as straight lines. In relativity, there is no such thing as a straight line because all space is curved. But you would have to extend that line for many light years before you would begin to detect a curvature in it. Unless there was mass in the way. Yeah, uh, you know, that's typical mechanics. But in other words, I don't think that the Doppler effect is something that's going to be completely discredited. We would have to rewrite our own experiences that when we hear the pitch of the train whistle or the train engine going up, and then as it passes us, we hear the pitch of it going down, we would have to come up with a new explanation for that. And I don't know how we would do that. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to the redshift, which is how the whole idea of an expanding universe, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not a physicist, but the way the whole idea of an expanding universe scientifically was created and has become the accepted model is because of the redshift. And, and I, I seem to recall uh, some paper uh, being written that's now kind of rocking people's worlds out there that they're calling into question the accuracy of the redshift. Now, now maybe, you know, again, I, I should have been a little bit more up to speed on this before I, uh, we did the show, but I seem to recall that it, it's the actual measurement of the speed of expansion that is being called into question, not the fact that the universe is expanding, but the speed of expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the fact that the universe is expanding, we have multiple sources of information, right. uh, like the cosmic microwave background and the measurement of uh, neutrinos. And there's a number of different uh, uh, indicators uh, that show that the universe is expanding. My point was, is that since space is actually a substantive field, that it has to be coming from somewhere, that the space between objects in the universe is actually expanding. And my point was, if it was just stretching, then the geometry of the space would be stretching, and the material points that are embedded in it would be stretching also. Right, that would be imperceptible. Yes. The fact that we can perceive a difference means that space is being generated from something. And science doesn't address this at all. They just say the force of expansion is due to what they call this other imaginary substance, this dark energy. And what my model says is that this process 
of materialization from the original non-material singularity is still going on. The universe is still being expanded and generated from this singularity that exists outside of the universe. So that the physical universe is not primary reality. It is actually, in effect, it is secondary reality. Whereas the primary reality is non-physical, or what I call superphysical or super geometric. This leads me to come up with a one-sentence definition for the physical universe. Now, that sounds wild, but hear me out. I say that the universe is an expression of materialized and materializing information. Information is a fundamental part of uh, physical cosmology today. That so much like so that. that we have an extension of the traditional conservation laws of matter and energy. Uh, we all heard of matter and energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Today we understand the information from how, from which matter and energy is assembled and formed itself cannot be created nor destroyed. And so, for example, we don't accept the model, the Hawking model of black holes as the final statement because the way that uh, uh, Stephen Hawking overcame the violation of the conservation laws, that matter and energy was being created or being destroyed, was to invent something that was called Hawking radiation that emits out of a black hole and therefore conforms to the conservation laws, but Hawking radiation is not capable of carrying information. So we still have a problem with black hole models in that information appears to be being destroyed in them, which is a violation of this principle. Yeah, um, yeah it sounds like the, the Department of Defense black budget uh, uh, numbers. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good metaphor. Um, <laughs> but anyway, if, you, if we understand that information is at the heart of the way that the physical universe is configured, when you think about my definition, there is no aspect of the physical universe that doesn't conform and comply with that one sentence statement. I think in the parlance of uh, scientific uh, languaging, uh, there's a certain elegance there. Many physicists have felt the final theory of everything conceptually will be such a simple thought that even a schoolchild could understand it. And this is the first statement that I've ever been exposed to of, uh, you know, a definition for the universe, which is all-encompassing, that actually serves that kind of purpose. Let's break it there and let's continue our next segment. We have Thomas Fusco joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. G-C-N. Great talk radio starts here. 
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. An e-cig revolution is sweeping across the country. But is yours American-made? Vapriate e-liquid by LaSig is. Manufactured in Arkansas with 100% USA-sourced ingredients. And when you buy American, you support local jobs. Vapriate e-liquid by LaSig is top quality at an affordable price. The very principle that once drove the American economy. Get great taste with no ash, tar, or smoke. You'll be wondering why you didn't make the change to Vapriate e-liquid by LaSig a long time ago. LaSig.com has everything you need for beginners to the advanced vaping enthusiast with a wide variety of hardware and also imported e-liquid flavors as well. Plus, LaSig smokes the competition with fast, free, same-day shipping, real people customer service, and a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Support our country and become a vapriate at LaSig.com or call 870-525-1440, 870-525-1440. LaSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker. We travel so much, and having a fake TV, well, it gives added peace of mind. Burglars look for houses that appear to be easy targets, but fake TV can fool even professional burglars into thinking someone is home watching television. As a recent widow living alone, it gives me great peace of mind to set my fake TV near a window and know that passing motorists and pedestrians will think someone is home watching TV when I'm actually away from home. Fake TV easily plugs into any outlet, just like a light on a timer. And they're so easy to use. You just plug them in and they're ready to go. Plus, they're so affordable that we have one upstairs and downstairs. Fake TV is only $34.95 and makes a great Christmas gift. Order your fake TV by calling 877-5-FAKE-TV or go to faketv.com. That's 877-532-5388 or faketv.com. Fake TV, the burglar deterrent. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. Have you ever wondered why farmers can keep their livestock lean and healthy just by feeding them minerals in a nutrient-dense diet? Before market, they cut off their minerals, leaving them to crave high-calorie grains to fatten them up. So if weight control is this easy, why does the medical system prescribe invasive surgical gastric bypass for humans? The truth be told, according to research, you can avoid over 900 different diseases just by getting 90 essential nutrients daily. Check us out on the web at sonsoflibertyteam.com and order your Healthy Start Pack and get your 90 for life. Or dial 855-301-TEAM. I said essential, not optional, and every day. Easy. 90 for life on the web at sonsoflibertyteam.com or call 855-301-TEAM. That's 855-301-TEAM. That's 855-301-TEAM. Check us out on the web at sonsoflibertyteam.com at sonsoflibertyteam.com. 
Hello, this is Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. One thing that's certain here, and that is when you have to do the break every 9 to 11 minutes, and we have some very complicated processes to explain, we sometimes have to interrupt. But we have five segments left, Thomas, and I think it's important here we start moving into how the world of the paranormal integrates into this all-encompassing theory. Can we start moving in that direction? Absolutely. We're right at that point. It's great timing. And in this, it'll also answer your previous question uh, because we have to lay the foundation of it. Now, if the universe is in a state of continuous materialization, we we have a problem observing that, and this is how I explain it. Just about everything in the physical universe, guys, is in a state of full materialization. I compare it to standing on the side of a superhighway on the shoulder and watching the cars whiz by at 70, 75 miles an hour. What we're looking at is a state of transportation in its fully realized, materialized state. This is how we observe most of the universe. We don't get to see where they bind the iron and copper out of the ground to make the automobiles with. We don't get to see the aggregate companies that mine the oil to make the tar that they actually laid down on the highway. We don't see the cars getting assembled. We don't see all the things that go into it. We don't see the blueprint, the form, the order that created these things. We don't even get to see the resident who has the car parked in his or her driveway, gets into it, starts it up, drives it on an access ramp, and gets up on the highway. All we see is the fully materialized state of reality, so we cannot detect this materialization process except in three areas. One of them is certain aspects of the human psyche, which we'll probably not get into today. One of them is the world of quantum physics, quantum mechanics. I maintain that the weird, quirky nature of the quantum world has to do with the fact that we're actually observing physical reality in the process of becoming materialized. And that's why it certainly seems to defy what we see in the fully materialized macro state. When an observer observes something on the quantum level, what that observer is doing is injecting fully materialized space-time into the equation, and it crystallized a partially materialized state of subatomic reality. That's another conversation altogether. But the third part, the third place where we can observe this process taking place in real time, this paranormal phenomenon. Because what we actually witness are two different types of phenomenon in the paranormal. First of all, we witness an alteration or a change in the local environment, that the quality of the environment changes in some way. And then the second thing we see, or what I call primary paranormal effects are the material, the materialization of information within those spheres of environmental changes. And so, for example, 
here's where uh, what I would compare this to. I talk about a normal and a paranormal voice. Uh, a normal voice vibrates the column of air. And that's got a certain frequency and amplitude. It's an acoustic compression wave. It reaches our ears. Our eardrums vibrate with the mechanical force of the vibrating air column. And then our wetware, our brain, translates it into an audible voice. That's normal. And paranormal voices, or what they would call disembodied voices, the effect is still the same. We have a compression of air that reaches a microphone, recording microphone, diaphragm, or our eardrums, and translates it into sound the way a normal voice would. The difference is, is that there's no set of vocal cords, physical vocal cords, locally connected to the air column to make it vibrate. So without that local cause, we're looking at the same kind of effect, I argue, as dark matter, that we have this effect that we observe, but no local physical cause. Gravity itself yeah. is paranormal in that respect. Right, as, as above, so below. In a sense, but the relationship that I'm drawing is that all of these are evidences that the physical is continuously emerging from the supergeometric, from the superphysical, that we can't directly measure. All we could do is see the effect. So right. my argument says that the cause of paranormal phenomena is the exact same mechanical process that brought the universe into existence from the quantum singularity. That's a pretty wild idea. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Uh, as I kind of interjected there, the hermetic axiom of uh, that which is above is the same as that which is below, or, or the implicate uh, kind of mirrors the explicate, or the, the, the macro is, is a mirror image of the micro, uh, just in, in terms of relative uh, scale, obviously, is a difference. But, you know, th there's a whole uh, list of questions that we have in the forum and uh, quite a number of them talk about your equating Christianity's uh, languaging, the, the languaging in Christianity, uh, the model of Christianity as being a workable uh, way of looking at many of these very difficult uh, and <laughs> rather complicated theories. And one question from Dave M um, who's been a poster, longtime poster at forum.theparacast.com. He says, if I understand Mr. Fusco correctly, his feeling is that Christianity provides the guiding light to the way he sees how the universe operates. What about other religions such as Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, etc.? What do you think about these faiths? Also, doesn't he think that religions were created by men to keep humanity in their place? Uh, I'm not sure if that's a relevant uh, follow-up question uh, for the first one, but... Uh, uh, we're trying to, I think, separate science from politics here. But, but, but is that true? Do you, do you feel that the languaging of Christianity provides us uh, with, as he puts it, a guiding light uh, to see how the universe operates? And if so, what about the other religions? Well, let, let's talk about that. Again, I agree with you. We're, let's set aside the socio-political aspect of that, because that really is not an area that I get into and discuss. But as far as the uh, physical model, you know, uh, 
I already talked about one aspect of it, that we're looking at a model where scientific ideas that have been presented by mainstream physicists uh, parallel the concepts that are in the Bible in terms of what I was talking about with a formless substance that had an order that came, both of these came from outside the universe, and when they were combined together, they caused a materialization of physical reality. So this is very, very close to David Bohm's uh, implicate, explicate order, his holographic universe idea. Um, so these ideas are relevant. One thing I could say about other religions, let's, let's talk in very broad terms, because again, we're getting into very sensitive area here. But Judeo-Christianity is, to my knowledge, one of the only, if not the only, religions uh, or those things that are based on Judaism. You know, Christianity is rooted in Judaism. Islam is re- rooted in Judaism, in the Old Testament scriptures. You'd be hard-pressed to find another religious model that shows the creation to be a true creation of something out of nothing. And when you look in the other religions, they have these fables about this god married this goddess, and the earth emerged from their belly, or, you know, the head fell off, and that turned into the world, and you get all these kinds of ideas. The other thing about the Jewish documents, which is unique, is that it shows that everything in the universe has a specific order, and that order applies to everything, including humanity. It has a moral structure, and it has an ordered structure as to how things were brought into being. We have right. Thomas Fusco, and we're talking about his all-encompassing theories about reality. A lot more to go, and a lot more of your questions, listeners. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited time freebie offer for you. 
Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds. Just pay shipping right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, four more segments with Thomas Fusco. Now, I wanted to ask you before we go on, and we don't have many segments left, so we're going to have to kind of keep the answers a little bit shorter. And that is here, when you talk about this order and this regularity, are you implying that a supreme being put all this together? That, to me, that's a question of, of belief. Yes, these things smack of a creator. There's no question about it. One would have to accept the idea that there was an intelligent intent behind all of this. And then the existence of uh, God in terms of a Judeo-Christian image of God is, uh, you know, explicit at that point. Um, my argument for it is this, is that in physics, in science, when we study systems and their subsystems, the subsystems emerge from the laws and principles that govern the greater system. No subsystem of a greater system can operate in a way that's contrary to or outside of the laws and principles that govern the system in which that subsystem is a part. Now, we human beings are intelligent. Animals have a certain level of intelligence also. If we argue that intelligence just simply emerged, then we have to say that we have transcended the physical universe. The only logical explanation scientifically is that intelligence was built into the universe. Otherwise, it would have never been able to produce an intelligent subsystem like our brains. So consequently, when you argue it, when you frame the argument that way, uh, the existence of an intelligence and an intent behind the creation of the universe is almost inescapable. All right. You know, there's a question that just actually arrived in our forums, which of course, was, please define what you mean when you use the word God. Where did you acquire the concept from trained observer? I almost think he was listening to what you said. Well, that happens. But certainly I've done, a, I think, a better explanation this time of that concept than I may have previously. Let's continue here, though. All right. With paranormal phenomena, we understand about how this relates. But what about stuff that's considered to be pretty physical, like UFOs? Are UFOs well, physical craft from outer space or some other place? Is that some paranormal? Of that is still, yeah, some of that's still quite speculative. Uh, my theoretical model does provide a set of mechanics, so to speak, 
that would explain how an intelligent civilization could design spacecraft according to these principles that would be able to transport, so to speak, to other areas of the galaxy, maybe quite distant from its origination, and bypassing the normal limitations that space-time would put on such a voyage. Um, But what I argue is this. If we strip away the, what I call the criminology, which dominates both of these fields, uh, paranormal phenomena as far as hauntings and uh, UFOs, a lot of the focus is on the whodunit, whether on the one side it's a spirit, ghost, entity, dead relative, demon, whatever. And on the other side, we have black ops, UFOs, uh, you know, or, or uh, aliens, that kind of thing. If we set those things aside and take a look at the actual phenomena themselves, we find that ufology reports pretty much the very same kinds of effects, except on larger scales, that occur in hauntings. You know, we have materialization and dematerialization. We have the adverse effects on electrical equipment. We have things that move that defy the known laws of physics. They move as if there's no... But morphine, shape-changing. Yeah. You know, they make 90-degree turns. There's no visible means of propulsion, just like a, uh, uh, you know, a levitation where a book or something flies across the room in a haunted house. There's no visible means of, of, uh, of, of propulsion there either. We find that they exhibit the very same kinds of effects that we see in paranormal phenomena. And I say this very speculatively, but what I say is this, if, and that's a big if, if there was a civilization who was finally able to crack the natural laws that govern paranormal phenomena, they could very well build technology based on those principles that would be be able to perform in the exact same ways that we see UFOs performing. So we could build our own UFOs? Essentially, yes. Why not? Like we, we're not already trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we have a situation, for example, let's take information, for example. Uh, let's take an instance where an investigative team, paranormal investigative team, comes into a home. People are complaining about seeing this apparition of this lady. And one of the investigators goes to a, uh, uh, you know, a library and finds a picture of a woman that lived there 100 years ago. And they show the picture to the residents of the house, and their jaws drop and say, oh, my God, that's the woman that we have been seeing. You can recognize her from the photo. Well, what are we actually looking at? What is the photograph? The photograph is a recording on a medium of a collection of information that was carried via light waves off the surface of the object through the camera lens, and recorded on the medium. Now, that materialization of the original person is gone. The material aspect of that reality is gone. But the information must still exist somewhere, because when the spirit, the apparition, rematerializes that information, the information is the same. That's why they can match the appearance of the apparition with the photograph, 
So here we have a situation where something has been rematerialized from the same information, but at a 100-year interval, at a different coordinate in time. So if we were able to dematerialize an object, we could materialize, rematerialize it anywhere. Okay, Burnt State has uh, quite a number of questions, and this is, I'm, I'm not sure, I, th- I think you've kind of addressed this already, Thomas, but, but let me go ahead and throw it out there anyway. You say in an article on your website that the idea of the universe creating itself is scientifically irrational, yet in another article you say it is the curvature of space that may be responsible for creating matter. Is this a contradiction, or are you saying that God is geometry? Well, what I'm saying is that um, that the gravitational effect that we see, which is the actual bending of space, is actually originating from a process that's occurring outside of space-time. This is why we have all this gravitational lensing that we observe in the universe with no adjacent mass. It's like Theodore Calusa's idea where he felt that uh, he came to a conclusion that gravity may be a non-local phenomenon, that it's not being caused by a local mass. Uh, think about the beginning of the universe. And this is something uh, back up in the Paradigm Symposium, uh, Chris, where I talked to that woman who has the astrophysics degree, and I kind of reconfigured her education in about a half hour. Um, When the universe first expanded and appeared, we had this bending of space. It was this tight, small ball of space-time. But there was no mass yet. So the implication is the curvature of space was creating a gravitational field where there wasn't any mass. So what I'm saying, if gravity is non-local, then what we're looking at is not an issue where mass bends the space around it, creating the effect called gravity. Because the 85% effect that we see of gravity with no mass indicates that it's not dependent on mass to be generated. This is the kind of show where it's very, very difficult to keep the answers short and pithy, the subject matter. It's really, really complicated, and we want to explore it as thoroughly as we can. We have to generate this, folks. With Gene and Chris, we have Thomas Fusco. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out.
Gold. It's like nothing else on Earth. From the Romans through the Renaissance, from the Industrial Age to the Space Age, gold has weathered the test of time. For 6,000 years, gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth. According to the World Gold Council and the U.S. Mint, demand is at an all-time high. The stage is being set for the re-emergence of gold as the common-sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day. Midas Resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good As Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good As Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and re-cleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Hi, my name is Annette, and due to menopause symptoms for nearly two years, I suffered severe hot flashes, which prevented me from sleeping all night. It was so hard to work because it continued all day to have the hot flashes from hell. I was exhausted and depleted. After only three weeks on One World Way, I have no hot flashes, and I'm sleeping normally again. I feel energized and strong. This is an amazing product. It is a little-known fact that every single cell of your body is supposed to produce 10% of its protein content as glutathione. But due to toxicity and aging, it does not. Could glutathione be a missing factor in optimal cell function for your entire body? If you restore the optimal glutathione levels in your cells, especially your glands and organs, then as a result, your glands and organs work better. Imagine the quality of life improvement you might have. To order One World Way, call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, Thomas Fusco. And as you see, there's no simple answer to anything. But let's look at the raw question back to ghosts and apparitions. Could they simply be, as what many people expect, spirits of the dead? Well, what I try to do, again, I try to stay away from the criminology. And I want to look at the forensics. I want to look at the actual physics of what's going on. So I don't like to get into too many philosophical conversations, whether it's a demon or your dead Aunt Mary or, or 
this type of thing. I want to know how it's happening. I want to know the mechanics behind it. So I don't really address those kinds of things, really, unless it's a philosophical conversation. <laughs> well, Burn State has another couple of questions, and they, um, I think they basically are grouped around your terminology of supergeometry. He says, you suggest that there is a fifth dimension, an as yet undefinable process at work that can help explain the many mysteries of the universe. If time is something that allows humans to understand change as a natural process in the universe, what does this fifth dimension represent as an idea or observable effect? Well, here's what we have. The observable effects are there. What we're querying about is the cause, because we have no observable physical cause locally connected to the effect to account the effect to just like in paranormal phenomena, just like gravity, uh, even in gravity where we don't have a, a gravity wave or a graviton, there's no physical component to gravity. But what we're looking at is we're looking at effects, and we're trying to assemble the most logical cause for these things that would answer the most number of questions. And so, you know, we're talking about something that lies outside of space-time. Now, what I argue is this, if we're dealing with a singularity, then the idea of higher dimensions is false. Some people listen to my work and say, oh, he's talking about a higher dimension. Not really. I'm talking about something that lies outside of dimension, that is not dimensional at all, super-dimensional or a-dimensional. So this model really doesn't conform to the kind of higher dimension concept that was popularized in the science fiction of the 1950s. Kind of leads me to my own personal question, and that would be agenda. If we're talking about something that is not apart from this reality that is actually somehow intertwined in, into our perceivable reality that has always been there, what would be the agenda? Where do you separate God from participant from um, agenda? Uh, what we're doing with that is we're getting into what I talk, talk about, that criminology again. Ultimately, boiling it down to a question as, if there is a God, why did he create the heavens and the earth? And again, I try to stay away from those kinds of questions. I want to know, if there is a God, how did he create the heavens and earth? And that's something that I can reckon with because I have physical observation from which I can draw judgment. As far as intent, I have no physical observation, so it's really difficult to get into that aspect of it. Well, I mean, you know, you're talking criminality. Let's, let's use that particular, you know, line of, uh, of languaging. Um, wouldn't there have to be a motive behind uh, paranormal events? Uh, all sorts of paranormal phenomena exist, uh, some of which are inexplicable in terms of how they present, you know, how the effects are presented to the experiencer. In other words, during the great airship wave, some of these uh, pilots would be uh, in, in noted as asking, you know, nonsensical questions. You have this built-in giggle factor that is supplied in, in many events. Um, I've had a number of cases where people have, have come back later and said, well, I didn't you know, want to tell you what I'm about to tell you when I originally reported my sighting, because if I had, you would have thought I was crazy. And then they go on and, 
and tell me some tricksterish kind of element that that really smacks of some form of systematic methodology uh clearly uh designed intent to to confuse to obfuscate to to render uh inert and render uh moot any sort of report uh that of this type but it, there's got to be some sort of motive behind the criminality and you 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 can't totally say well that's not part of the equation you know i'm just looking at it at, at, you know who the perpetrator is i don't care why they have an agenda and i think we should be looking at the 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 motives the uh, potential motives behind the agenda and I, I i i disagree i think we need to we need to uh at least entertain the motives behind the criminality what what do you say well, I would agree with you, and I think what I need to do is make a clarification. If we take a look at a, uh, um, you know, a police force that is investigating a crime scene, uh, two of the different divisions that they're going to have is criminology and forensics. And both of these are important to understand the nature of the crime. But the criminology, let's say if it was a murder that was done with a firearm, the criminology is not necessary to understand the functioning of the gun, the ballistics, what, it, what, what, what bullet it fired, what kind of blood splatter pattern it made, so on and so forth. Uh, if you just identify the criminal, that's fine, but it tells you nothing about how the crime was committed. And, and fortunately, Chris, in our particular genres where we're talking about ufology and we're talking about uh, haunted houses and these kinds of things, I would say well over 90% of all the theorizing that has been done in these areas has focused on the criminology. What I'm doing is focusing on the forensic. I want to know the physics of the gun. You know, when, it's, when you're driving a car down the road, I want to know the physics of the automobile. I don't want to focus on the driver. That's a different area. It all is part of the total equation. But when we're coming to physics, it's like Bill and Sally both throw a ball. And they throw it different ways and in different directions for different reasons. You know, let's wipe Bill and Sally out of the picture for a moment. How does Bill and Sally have anything to do with the laws and principles that govern the physics of the ball being thrown. That's the distinction I'm trying to make. Well, you know, again, the way, Thomas, you, you've, you've explained this again in a very clear, clear way for me to understand. It's uh, not so much the effect or the motivation behind the effect, but, but it's the actual cause that's important here. And, you know, with that being said, I think we're going to... I want to remind you once again that you're probably wondering how we get those questions from our listeners that we ask of our guests. And here's how it's done. We post a thread or topic in our forums at forum.theparacast.com called The Question Bank. When we have enough warning about a potential guest and we don't always have that warning, we put up a topic there. You can post your questions and we'll try our best to ask them. We're going to say, you know, this is Gene and Chris and you're in The Paracast. (laughs) 
Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited-time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds, just pay shipping, right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open-pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. So it's off to Grandma's house for the holidays, eh? (laughs) That's great. But while you're going over the river and through the woods, professional burglars are choosing easy targets to break into. Don't be an easy target. Plug in fake TV. Fool criminals into believing someone's home at your house watching TV. Fake TV works a bit like a light on a timer. But fake TV is far more convincing. Fake TV plugs into any outlet and simulates the light and colors of a real TV. Burglars will likely move on to easier targets and leave your house alone. Fake TV costs less than a month of most alarm monitoring plans and makes a great Christmas gift. Or it's perfect if you're traveling over the holidays or anytime. Order your fake TV by calling 877-5-FAKE-TV or go to faketv.com. That's 877-532-5388 or faketv.com. Fake TV, the burglar deterrent. A healthy digestive system supports a healthy immune system. And a healthy immune system protects you against infections and disease. Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse, available at Terragonics.com, is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM1 is a powerful liquid probiotic and is gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM1 contains three groups of beneficial microbes and enzymes to cleanse and remove toxins, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, and aids in controlling yeast and other infections. Pro-EM1 
one is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, is non-GMO, has all-natural certified organic ingredients, has no preservatives, and is never freeze-dried. Pro-EM1 is the key to your digestive health. Order Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM1, the raw probiotic. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Wow, I'm you know it's kind of weird doppelganger effect here. In four years, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Well, a voice came out of the air, an amorphous voice, saying the Paracast. Some people might think it was me, but of course I wasn't even here. I was getting a tissue. <laughs> oh, you're you're funny, Gene. Um, that was kind of out of the blue. Thomas, you're bringing out the best in the show here, and and I'm sure we're going to have a great response to this uh, appearance of yours, uh, just like we did your inaugural appearance. Here's a question from a brand new poster uh, calling themselves agnostic at forum.theparacast.com, and it's a good one. Um, It's something that that I've kind of wondered myself. Uh, Why have you chosen to promote your theories to the alternative UFO New Age ancient alien audience? And have you received any feedback from mainstream science or academics? If not, is this why you are presenting your theories to the fringe? And what ah. role does the fringe play in this? And will they ever be able to influence the mainstream into considering creative new thinking about your theories and other taboo academic subjects? Boy, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Let me say this, is that the alternative, uh, you can call it fringe if you want, But the alternative uh, uh, genres, so to speak, are the ones, number one, that my material is most relevant to in a very immediate way, because it provides explanations for the supernatural, and it suggests experiments that can be conducted. So this is very important. As far as from the mainstream point of view, all of it is just vaporous until we are able to submit a scientific paper to the mainstream science community. And myself and my collaborative associate, David Roundtree, are not all that far from doing it. Oh, excellent. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things that we need is in a scientific method is replication. And so we continue to champion this kind of a concept of conducting real science. When we have enough people that pick up on this, we'll be able to get replication of certain effects that have been measured and that have been predicted by this theory. We haven't even gotten into that aspect yet. So that's what's more important. As far as talking to other people about this, I have spoken to people who have been scientifically trained. Again, for example, that one woman at the Paradigm Symposium, and I just simply blew most of her education away. Everyone who I've gotten to talk to that has some sort of a level of physics has all said this is very fascinating and would answer a number of fundamental questions that the theoretical models that we have now do not. 
but everything has to take its proper place in its proper time. Right. Yeah. And that's, the, you know, especially when you're dealing with the scientific community. So you, you've opened up a whole new avenue of, of inquiry here. Where can you take this work and what form would it need to take to, you know, what sort of experiments could we propose uh, to replicate data and to gain the notice of academia in the scientific community? What do you and David have in, envisioned to go about that? Well, a lot of the work has already been done. For example, if we take a look at what I was talking about, that paranormal phenomena reflects a real-time example of the same process that brought the universe into existence. The first thing we had was an expanding bubble of space-time, and that would have a gravitational field. So if paranormal phenomena is the same process, the first thing that this prediction, this, this theory would predict, is that preceding any materialization of information, we would have a change in the local environment that would reflect the emergence of a bubble of space-time, of an expanding bubble that's pushing against the existing space-time that's there, and the physical content that is contained within that space-time that's already in that haunted room. Okay, so you're talking about then there, there would be a, a presage, something measurable that would occur prior to an event occurring. Now, how would you, what sort of instrumentation would you need? What, what sort of protocols would need to be tripped or alarm bells that would sound in order for us to be ready for that? Because if, if what you're saying is correct, if we were armed with the proper monitoring equipment or, or uh, whatever, you know, I guess gear would be the overall encompassing word. If we had the right gear to alert us that an event was going to occur, then that would allow us to capture the event and document it. So right. what do you suggest? What are you suggesting here? That equipment has already been invented. Uh, see, David Roundtree is the technician. He's the electrical engineer. He's invented a lot of the testing equipment that have confirmed the predictions uh, of this theory. So one of the things that he invented is what he calls the EMF quadrilator. And this is actually an array of four sensors that he can set up, and he has software to monitor what this equipment is picking up in a room. And he's definitely demonstrated, number one, he's been able to demonstrate that paranormal phenomena it begins from an emergence point, a very specific geometric location in a room. Let me just tell our uh, listeners, we had David Roundtree as a guest on the Paracast back on January 24th, 2010. And there's certainly no reason why he won't be on again in the near future. Yeah, it sounds like uh, we need to get uh, possibly both of you back on because this is fascinating. I mean, if we could actually have a set of protocols and the right technology in place in a particular location that is known to produce uh, unusual effects. Uh, this could be huge. I mean, has this this gear and, and these protocols been successfully used and, and demonstrated? We have them. I'm telling you, when David Roundtree and I got together and we didn't know each other, uh, this was on an interview in, in the early 2012. Uh, from that particular moment, the field of paranormal research changed forever. It made a quantum leap. 
And it's just most people in the field are not aware of it. They don't know what's going on. For example, give you an example. If we have an expanding bubble of space-time, one of the things that we would detect is an independent gravitational field emerging in three axes, not just a fluctuation in the lines of gravity that are going down to the center of the Earth. This has already been detected. Roundtree did an experiment where he actually used digital gyroscopes and was able to detect this gravitational fluctuation. We would also have, since space and time are tied together, we would also have temporal fluctuations. And the dilation of time with the expansion of space has already been tested and demonstrated by this gentleman. Another prediction that it would make is that EMF or, or EVPs are an electromagnetic phenomenon. They are a result of an electronic compression wave being generated at the surface of the space-time bubble, interacting with the physical content and, and exciting the electrons in the atoms and molecules of the air and whatever building materials it would hit. And if we have a materializing information inside that bubble, like a vocalization, the outside of that bubble is going to begin, begin to vibrate at the frequency and amplitude of that vocalization. And so we have an electromagnetic compression wave that bypasses the acoustic diaphragm and the eardrum because it's electromagnetic, imposes itself and ducts itself directly on the acoustic coils behind the diaphragm. And then we hear the recorded voice where nobody heard it audibly. One of the uh, experiments, two experiments that have been predicted by this model is that we should be able to record EVPs in a vacuum and we should be able to record EVPs with a dynamic microphone in which the acoustic diaphragm has been surgically removed. We'll Round go into three. more of this with Gene and Chris talking to Thomas Fusco. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com radio. DreamHost.com radio. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. 
That's the sound of a 44 Magnum and Trauma Max. A high-tech hybrid Kevlar bulletproof vest from InfidelBodyArmor.com will stop it and most pistol rounds. Trauma Max is a major breakthrough in pistol-rated body armor, and prices start at just $170 per insert. More protection, more stopping power, more mobility, and it weighs less than five pounds. Get details at InfidelBodyArmor.com. That's I-N-F-I-D-E-L BodyArmor.com. Typhoon Haiyan. Death tolls top 5,200 after the storm smashed the Philippines. This holiday, let's not forget those 13 million homeless without food or clean water. Before we sit down to our bountiful tables, consider making a food donation. Longevity and Red Cross has made it possible to feed a family of four for $16.20. Go to GCNMinerals.com, help feed the Philippines, or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Wise up, load up at freezedryguy.com. Now is the time to get the freeze-dried meats, fruits, and vegetables you want from Wise on sale at freezedryguy.com. This delicious, nutritious food is perfect for your emergency preparedness or outdoor recreational needs. It's the food with a 25-year shelf life you see exclusively featured on the popular Doomsday Preppers TV show. It's the same quality line of food the lovely Marie Osmond has been touting all across America. It's the wise investment in your family's future that personal finance expert and radio host Dave Ramsey has been talking about. And it's on sale now through the end of the month at freezedryguy.com. So wise up. Shop online now or call 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-FOOD. Make the wise food choice. It's easy to prepare, easy to enjoy, and easy to buy on sale now at freezedryguy.com. You're fired. According to the Small Business Administration, 75% of small businesses plan to eliminate jobs or reduce workers' hours to part-time. You're fired. According to Gallup, the unemployment rate recently jumped to nearly 9%, and the underemployment rate hit a staggering 17.9%. You're fired. One out of three young adults and one out of two recent college graduates are underemployed. Hello, I'm Keith Abel, a pharmacist and a home business entrepreneur. In 2011, I became one of those statistics myself. Instead of looking for another job in corporate America, I joined Dr. Joel Wallet, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. We're creating steady incomes for ourselves and would like to show you how to do the same. If you want to supplement your current income, replace your income, so you don't have to become one of the statistics, then give me a call toll-free at 866-257-3105. 866-257-3105. You're fired. Don't wait till you hear those words. Start creating an extra income today. 866-257-3105. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to The Paracast. Someday we'll have the Dueling Paracast group, and we'll have five minutes of Paracasts, the Paracast or whatever. Thomas Fusco for the final segment. And by the way, listeners, we are getting in touch with David Roundtree to join us again in the future, because I think there's a lot of stuff going on here, and he has an additional perspective we need, or maybe we'll get Thomas on with him at the same time, or do all or both. I don't know. Let's continue. Chris, some more questions? I have other things I can mention about this prediction. Yeah, yeah, let's let's go on. I, I, I love where we're going with this, uh, Gene. Uh, Thomas, why don't you go ahead and just continue talking about practical applications of this this model and the technology that would be needed and the protocols, especially. Um, 
you know, because we could really be jumpstarting a whole new approach in paranormal uh, investigation and research here. Absolutely. We, the, all the raw materials, all the foundation is now there. Both the theoretical and the experimental, the technical aspects are now here. We never had this before in this field. Uh, let's, let's talk about other predictions. If we have an area of space-time inside a room, let's say a sphere that's expanding, one of the things that that would create would be a temporary vacuum inside of that bubble because it's pushing outward. Now, molecules will be able to run over that bed and fill in the vacuum inside of that bubble uh, by the laws of equilibrium. But if that expansion happens quick enough, we're going to see a few different phenomena that are observed in the paranormal. One of them is a drop in barometric pressure. This has been recorded by investigators. Another thing that we would see, because there's a lack of physical content in the middle, and that heat energy is contained within molecules and atoms, not in a vacuum, what we're going to see emerge is a cold spot. Amazing that only exists temporarily. Another thing that we would see is the movement of air molecules from an area of higher pressure outside to an area of lower pressure inside. So if that bubble expands fast enough, we would feel a mystery breeze where there's no doors or windows open. Another thing that we would see with the agitation, with the excitement of those electrons on the outside of that expanding bubble of space-time, uh, the electrons are going to jump into their higher orbits uh, over the nucleus. When they drop back down, they can emit two different things. All electromagnetic fields emit heat. So this is why we can see a heat signature sometimes and also detect a cold spot, which no other definitions or models explain how these two things can coexist side by side. Another thing that would be that electrons releasing their energy like that, can release is photons. So under certain circumstances, we could have a bubble of space-time jacketed in an electronic, uh, electromagnetic field and emitting photons. This is a model of a, what, what they call a luminous orb. It's exactly what it looks like and behaves like. And as far as that phenomenon about photon release, we use that in our modern world every day. We pass an electromagnetic field through a material. The material gets excited. It's electrons. They jump up into higher orbits in the atoms. When they fall back down, they release photons of light. That's how a light-emitting diode works. So, essentially, one of the things I say in, in, in a broad uh, uh, sense is that if you took a physicist that was well-versed in relativity, and possibly with Calusa Klein theory as a second, and you asked him, what would be the effect of the artificial expansion of a space-time bubble inside of a house? What effects would that cause? And you would have to stifle yourself while you watch this physicist describe all the kinds of effects that we see in haunted houses without even knowing he was describing a haunting. That would be yeah. fascinating if we can actually. Yeah, get good that to point. Happen. 
Well, I, I, I think this is really exciting because anything that's going to take us beyond the realm of these ridiculous uh, reality shows featuring teams of people asking each other, did you hear that in hushed tones, um, is really going to make my day. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that really want to take this, this whole investigative realm into uh, a new place, uh, to the next level. And Absolutely. what you're describing is, is a really good place to start from and uh, a redeparture point, if you will. And it sounds like David has come up with some gear that might uh, enable uh, a team being brought up to speed and actually utilizing the technology and create repeatable uh, results. Absolutely. Now, we do have something that has finally been discovered earlier this year that I consider to be the holy grail that we've been looking for. And this is the idea that uh, David has been observing these high levels of ionization. And he came to the conclusion that the only thing that could be causing that would be gamma radiation. So he came up with an array of equipment that would test for gamma. And sure enough, he's been finding it, that gamma radiation emerges uh, in these areas that have paranormal effects. Uh, the problem is, and this is where it's wonderful, is that there is nothing in a hotel room or nothing in an abandoned house that can... Right, that's going to be producing gamma waves. Exactly. Exactly. Now, here's where it gets crazier, is that if you remember basic knowledge about the Big Bang, that one of the things that was created at the beginning of the universe was exotic particles, as well as normal particles, uh, basically antimatter. And matter, regular matter, one, but when any matter collides with matter and destroys itself, it produces gamma radiation. So this idea that paranormal phenomena is working on the same mechanics as the same process that brought the whole universe into being is not only very, you know, strengthened by this finding of gamma radiation, but it could be the holy grail that we are looking for to absolutely prove paranormal phenomena because mainstream physics has no explanation as to how gamma can be emerging out of the middle of a hotel room. They'll pretend, of course, it doesn't happen. Well, that's what the scientific papers are, and the experimentation and the record-keeping and replication is what it's all about. Uh, what I argue is this, guys. You know, uh, traditionally in the paranormal, uh, researchers, serious investigators, would try to call to the scientific community and say, please come play in our yard, come play in our arena. I think we're at the point now where what I say, the key to this is, is to go to the scientific arena, go into their ring, their boxing ring, on their home turf, with their home advantage and their rules, and give them a bloody nose. And that's where we're at right now. We're right at the cusp of being able to do that. You know what? We're just out of time right now. Thomas Fusco, tell our listeners 
where they can find more of what you do and get a copy of your book. Everything about the book, uh, what the book is about, and uh, related articles, where I'll be appearing next, all those things can be found at www.cosmicveil, spelled V-E-I-L, cosmicveil.com. And the book, again, is called Behind the Cosmic Veil, A New Vision of Reality. We want you to order a copy direct from Thomas. Chris O'Brien is putting the finishing touches. Finally, on Stalking the Herd, this has become a much bigger project than he probably expected. This is going to be a great book. You can find out more of what he does at OurStrangePlanet.com. OurStrangePlanet.com. And by the way, we've set up a new website that's going to be developed soon called StalkingTheHerd.com. How about that? All right? Ooh. And you can find more of what we do at the Paracast. Go to Twitter. We're known as The Paracast. There's also a Paracast fan club, even two of them, on Facebook. And someday we'll figure out how to make them one. Thomas Fusco, thanks for joining us on The Paracast. Thanks for having me, guys. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.